In a world where best laid plans go astray, there are two separate but equally important groups. Those who create history with their stupidity and the shit show podcast that covers them. These are their stories. Welcome to Shit Show. Yeah! Welcome, welcome, welcome to another installment of this podcast, Shit Show, which is about the uh, best laid plans of mice and men that go horribly and hilariously off the rails. I'm like back checks. again. Yeah. What's the go with checks? What's the go with checks? You. I, it was recording, wasn't it? <laughs> it wasn't recording. It's fine. Ah, uh, fine. We, we were just talking off air about how uh, why do stores say we don't accept checks? No one's walking no around one's... with fucking checks. I don't even know how you get a checkbook these days. I don't know. Like, if you walk into a bank, are they just going to laugh at you? They're just like, <laughs> you idiot. Next in line, tap and go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the pay wave economy. But welcome to this edition of Shit Show. Uh, today, Gus has the segments, uh, and it's going to be kicked off with the one. One and the only train wreck trophy, Gus, will have trolled the internet. Gus uh, will have trolled. Gu- Gus will have trolled the internet. Gus has gone through the internet to find uh, the best train wrecks of the week. He's, he's thrown train wreck into Google News and he's tried to find the best... <laughs> Best train wrecks he could find. Uh, the best slash worst of them will receive the train wreck trophy as adjudicated by moi. This is the longest segment intro. It is. It's a, a fuck. I just fucking do the, the train wreck trophy. Just get to the point, Rick. <laughs> it's it's straight. You, you type train wreck into Google. All right, I'm gonna kick it off. <laughs> <laughs> the first one is uh, in Belgium. We love Belgium. We've gone there. This will be our thrice time to Belgium. I was in Belgium recently. Mm. How that is was, it? That literally has nothing to do with what you're about to say. <laughs> it's just a humble it's brag. Just a humble brag. <laughs> um, all right. So Belgium, uh, if you've been following the news and uh, uh, followed the toxic egg uh, crisis that is happening in Belgium at the moment. Basically, their eggs be all fucked <laughs> is, uh, is the long and the short of it. There's um, Drunk chickens. Uh, worse. There is an, a chemical called phenopril, uh, which is... Uh, How do you pronounce chemicals without any trouble every week and yet you can't tell me or correctly pronounce the Hungarian Transport Authority? <laughs> <laughs> they are so... Or the mayor of Brussels, mayor... Because one, one of them is in English and the other one is quite clearly in Belgium. Well, Flemish? The chemical's in Latin, isn't Belgish? it? Finipril. Yeah. Finipril. Anyway, it's anti-lice stuff. Uh, so <laughs> I've gone from pronouncing it properly to, pron- to explaining it as <laughs> and describing it as anti-lice sh- stuff. Uh, yeah. So it's all over their eggs. Massive issue. Um, the one thing that you'd think that they would not be doing when all of the eggs that have come out of Belgium have been decreed to be uh, toxic Inedible. and, and yeah. you cannot use them, is what is a 22-year-old tradition uh, in the eastern city of Malmedy. Uh, it is a 10,000-egg omelette. Oh, <laughs> shit. So Belgium have been doing this every <laughs> year for the last 22 <laughs> years. And you know what they've said? Our eggs ain't toxic. <laughs> This omelette is toxic. <laughs> so, so you're not toxic. You're toxic. So, they have made ten, this ten thousand egg omelette. Um, uh, Finapril is forbidden in the food chain. Can cause organ damage in humans. Oh Jesus! Hundreds of people gathered in the eastern Belgium city of Malmedy, undeterred by the scare, and the president of the local branch of the giant omelette fraternity. <laughs> <laughs> 
Benedict Goff. <laughs> the ben- president of Goff. Yep. Benedict Murphy said she was confident Tuesday's dish was safe to eat. Well, you know what they say. Never believe the president of Goff because... <laughs> A shitload of people got sick. Oh, man. Lots and lots and yeah. lots of people got sick yeah. a- as a result of the 10,000 egg omelette. So the first one is uh, <laughs> the absolute train wreck of a decision to make an omelette containing 10,000 toxic eggs. And, and, I mean, it was... was it, I mean, it, it assumes it was like a national story. Like, it was all over the Belgian news. Is that correct? Uh, it was all it was all over the European news. I think. Uh, oh wow! I think Belgium has decided to go the way of uh, communist China and reprint <laughs> absolutely no damning press. That's just insane. Because do you reckon it's just like, hey, uh, what about these toxic eggs? And then the president of Goff is up there and just being like, don't worry, our eggs totally aren't toxic. And it was just like, as she turns around and goes, do you think they bought it? It's <laughs> like still audible in the microphone. That's a, okay. I'm. We will put this up on the Facebook. Promise. It's a, it is what oh, lo- my. it's what looks like a series of novelty chefs from different <laughs> cultures with oars with oars <laughs> spinning this bloody omelet. They anyway. So uh, so that's the first one. Uh, the, Jesus. The next one. Uh, it, we, uh, very rare that we go a week without uh, g- handing out a train wreck trophy nomination to either uh, Donald Trump or a member of his establishment. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is. The uh, the Trump tweet fiasco that mm. has that has happened in the last uh, last seven days. Um, basically, there was an issue with uh, uh, with the Charlottesville stuff, yep. where, where obviously he didn't correctly uh, call out white supremacists, uh, and so people condemned that. Yep. Um, there's been a lot of pro right. Trump supporters that have been coming out and mm-hmm. uh, slamming media outlets and slamming uh, and creating these memes. And one of them is uh, a an image of a train that's called Trump smashing into and killing a man with a head, instead of a face, just the CNN logo. <laughs> and, and it says, fake news can't stop the Trump train. <laughs> That is the worst meme I've ever heard. It's so bad. And I'm, it's not coming down to your explanation of it either. No. It just sounds like it's 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 a meme that is worse and less than the, the sum of all its parts. That is awful. So bad. Anyway, so he's uh, he's retweeted that, uh, which is not a good start. He he has then, uh, and this Jesus. is this is as usual at three a.m. when he's uh, obviously <laughs> balls deep in bourbon or whatever other fucking liquor he drinks. <laughs> but he's decided now is the time to go on socials. The, the tears of Miss Universe contestants <laughs> just sipping them. Uh, anyway, so he's retweeted that. Then um, he's going around and he's uh, and he's sort of throwing retweets at all of this support for him. Except that he throws a we- uh, a retweet. Uh, a wee tweet, yeah. uh, mistakenly, at a guy who has said he's a fascist, so not unusual. He thought this guy was talking about um, uh, one of his adversaries, uh, and was, <laughs> and he was actually talking this guy about Trump. Right. So Trump has retweeted this guy's tweet that says he's a fascist, so not unusual, and <laughs> Donald Trump has retweeted that. <laughs> 
It's been taken down five minutes later, but not before... Uh, screenshot. It's been screenshotted. <laughs> Three million people have screenshotted it. Yeah. It's been screenshotted by Mike Holden, the guy that, that put it up, who's then proceeded to put up a tweet that says, I'm announcing my retirement from, from Twitter. I'll never top this retweet and changes his description to officially endorsed by the president of the United <laughs> States. <laughs> anyway, so 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 Donald Donald Trump gets the uh, gets the, the train wreck nomination. But Mike Holden, if you want to go and check him out at Mike Holden forty two, mate, we salute you because that is absolute gold. It it might not be uh, as as glowing as an endorsement from us, but you're also endorsed <laughs> by shit show. <laughs> so that's the second one. Uh, the third and final one, uh, we go to the Olympics. Rig, we've got a we've got a real soft spot for the uh, we for, do for the amateur games. We <laughs> so do. So basically, Russia. <laughs> okay. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because, <laughs> what? A, basically, ru- that's a meme. <laughs> yeah. Basically, Russia. Russia. Yeah. So here's the headline: Russian athletes refuse to return Olympic medals after shit show doping scandal. <laughs> oh, ah. Yeah, the quote is, I don't want to return my medals because I think no one deserved them more. <laughs> the silver medals Russian sprinter Tatiana Forova won at the Beijing and London Olympics are stored in a safe in her apartment near Moscow in defiance of the International Olympic Committee, which has wanted them back for months. She tested positive to a banned substance, including the anabolic steroid Turinabol, which was found... It's in a Russian accent. It's, 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 it sounds like a Russian city. It is. Turinabol. Turinabol. Um, so she was stripped of her uh, a silver medal from Beijing and a silver medal from London yeah. because she took an anabolic steroid and she's responded by going, yeah, I don't want to return my medals because I don't think anyone would have deserved them more. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what about the people that didn't cheat? didn't cheat. <laughs> That makes absolutely no sense. But if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> so so Russia then goes, okay, well, we're going to deal with this. What we're going to do is just do uh, a survey of all of the athletes who've been busted doping, who still have medals that the IOC wants back. Here are the results of the survey. Uh, of the 23... 21 said they had no intention of giving the medals back. (laughs) And two said they were undecided but probably wouldn't give the medals back. (laughs) (laughs) I love how people are just like that brutally honest. They're just like, hey, man, I won the medal, but you cheated. Hey, I can't hear you over my gold medal. (laughs) It's fantastic. She's gone. uh, So this, this chick continues. And just keeps trying to defend it. And there is media from all over the world just going, how are you possibly holding on to this? She goes, it's the objective proof of my labor. <sighs> oh, man. Not, not good. <laughs> not good at all. <laughs> so there you go. The, the three train wreck trophy nominations this week are, one, the enormous breakfast that was made from toxic shit in Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> two, Trump deciding belted to jump on Twitter and start retweeting people calling him a fascist. <laughs> or three, the 23 Russian athletes who have said definitively... Were they, oh, sorry, were they all Russian as well? all Russian. Oh, shit. 20, 23 Russian. You know what they say? I thought you meant like 23 worldwide. That have been... No, dude. dude they, 
No joke. <laughs> 23 Russians have all said... <laughs> What? Have no. all said, yes. Is, 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 is my safe? <laughs> it's mine. Objective proof of labor. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go kill bear. <laughs> I, I, I just, like, <laughs> I, I kind of, I mean, you know where I'm giving, I'm giving it to the Russians. That yes! is just ridiculous. It was like, this objective proof of labor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe that they were all just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> just completely, completely and utterly weren't even thinking about it. I wonder if they also, like, measured reaction time when they were doing it. They were just like, would you hand back the mitnel? <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> straight off the bat. It's like, wow, it's, it's the best we've seen. <laughs> uh, yeah, so good. All right, well, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that, and that brings us to the uh, next segment for the show, which is the one... Oh, no, hang on. We've got to play the music. Congratulations to Russia. Okay, I, I was like, where, where, where did that come from? That is, that is some very, very clever stuff. Thank you. Thank you. I, I thought of it on the fly, and uh, it uh, look, if they're not going to give the medals back, they get the anthem again. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to they're gonna sing it. They're going to get the medals out of the safe, put the hand over the heart, and they're just going to dig it. Can't wait for those 23 listens in Russia. Uh, so we are moving first on. First 23 and the last 23. <laughs> yeah. We're mo- it might be the last cast ever by us. Uh, we are going to move on to the next segment. It is the one, the only poos in the news. Gus's absolute favourite. He's gone uh, onto the internet and he's tried to find out uh, or find stories where people have uh, excreted uh, or have have left their faecal matter or has faecal matter involved. Uh, There is just a bevy of articles about this. So I imagine it would have been pretty hard for this week. So what have you uh, dredged up for us this week, mate? Hello? Sorry. (laughs) I've just... (laughs) trying to figure out a way to not do this <laughs> you saying nothing is not going to stop this <laughs> okay poos in the news this week is homegrown yes <laughs> why? <laughs> why why do we do this i am mr poos in the news I, I told you before we started recording six different people <laughs> Tagged me in shit-related articles this week. Yeah, and I said to you, stop making fake Facebook profiles and tagging <laughs> yourself, you dead-set narcissist. <laughs> so, all right, it's homegrown. It's, it's, it's so homegrown, it's in New South Wales. Ah. Is it as homegrown as the one that I did that was in Ashfield? It's not as... Oh, ooh. No. Oh. It's not. It's not. Okay. Uh, this, is, uh, this is from Newcastle. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, what a great place! It is. It's fantastic. It's I the spent home, a small it, amount of <laughs> a small amount of time there, and when I was there, I was king hit. Yeah, well, you, you're <laughs> <laughs> really, Re- yeah, really speaks volumes about the place. <laughs> we don't talk about this. Oh, I've never heard this story. Uh, <laughs> fantastic. Uh, alrighty. So the headline is: <laughs> New South Wales Council fined fifteen thousand dollars over child's poo. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to make it very clear that news.com.au is responsible for about 
95% of all poos in the news. <laughs> Poo-related articles. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, actually, no, we'll approach that stat a different way. 95% of articles on news.com.au are poo-related articles. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to read this verbatim. A New South Wales council has been caught in a veritable shitstorm after a toddler <laughs> dropped the kind of bomb no one wants to see at a public swimming pool. <laughs> The little turd was unleashed in April at West Walls End Swim Centre, <laughs> west of Newcastle, creating such a mess a hazmat crew was called to the scene. <laughs> in the yellow suits? I assume, I assume so. I assume they're in those doomsday type things where people are always wearing them in like zombie movies. Yeah, yeah. You, you've, uh, you've seen the, fir- the first episode of Stranger Things. It's just that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a spokeswoman from Lake Macquarie Council told Fairfax, that <laughs> they've obviously just flogged it from, yeah. the fecal fail occurred when <laughs> a child who was not toilet trained used the pool without a correctly fitted aqua nappy. <laughs> It's not surprising at all. Is it? <laughs> she said swim staff trotted into action when they sprung. <laughs> <laughs> Who is responsible for this article? Like, they are literally just ham-fisting as many puns as humanly possible. <laughs> trotted out. All right, yeah. When, t- <laughs> when swim staff trotted into action when they spotted the thunder from down under... <laughs> They evacuated the pool, dumping chemicals into the water and cleaning the filters in accordance with New South Wales health guidelines. Why did it jump to serious? <laughs> that whole sentence reads like it's a PSA. <laughs> All right. How, however, the council found itself in a spot of bog. Uh, <laughs> when, a, when a faulty pump accidentally long dropped 16,000 <laughs> litres of contaminated wastewater into a nearby creek. Uh, the council's now been dumped with a $15,000 fine. <laughs> Who is the name of the author of this article? Uh, I just want to read, <laughs> read you Please. The, the, last, the last two sentences. <laughs> The decision comes just days after a 42-year-old woman known as the Poo Bomber <laughs> yes. made national headlines for a unique way of shoplifting. Yeah. The self-proclaimed kleptomaniac was caught stuffing goods into her handbag before leaving a rather unwanted form of deposit <laughs> in each store. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, so, the author, because this is, this is where it's We've at. got to tweet this person. Yeah, um, and guess what news.com.au uh, has done with this one? Surprisingly, this is a John Doe article uh, because no one in their right fucking mind <laughs> is named Turd Ferguson. Is it? Does it just say news.com.au staff or something? It, it, not even that. It, uh, <laughs> but it is under a segment that's called Real Life subsection WTF. <laughs> that is an actual part of news.com.au. Awesome. Oh, so that's Booze in the News for news. one more week, yep. which means we... Which <laughs> means we tweeting, we <laughs> move uh, on to the one, the only, the much-beloved One Star, star reservoir. reservoir. Cue music. Yeah. I want to take you to a one star. I want to take you to a one star. I want to take you to a one star, one star reservoir. Wow. Yes. Fire emoji is what I've been told this segment is by many 12-year-olds. So, yeah. 
Little Yachty gives it his <laughs> three flutes thumbs up. Ja Rule retweeted us. <laughs> How was our uh, tweet at Ja Rule this week? We're, we're, get, we're, we're getting... I, look, guys, I uh, just want to let you know that if, if, if we were featured in a BuzzFeed article, we would be throwing adequate shade at, uh, at Ja Rule, the original wankster. So we... Uh, make sure to check us out uh, if, if you do get the get the chance, but more about that later. But we'll move on to the one-star reservoir, what you've all come here for. So Gus has trawled the depths of the internet to find the best, in parentheses, worst one-star reviews that he can find of products, of hotels, of any sort of experience uh, out of, there. Of Gus, marriages, of divorces, uh, just anything that can be absolutely reviewed. Absolutely anything that can be re- reviewed, including this amazing podcast. Gus, what have you got for us this week, mate? All right, mate. Well, this is uh, this is a lengthy one, so I've reverted to uh, my strategy of compiling all three of my tickets, time zone style, into one mega bear. <laughs> <laughs> so here is my plush toy <laughs> of a one-star review. Ra- rather than... <laughs> To go against the grain of uh, three bouncy balls, <laughs> one bouncy ball, one gecko thing that you throw at the wall and watch fall down the window. Oh, and a fantail. And, and three marbles. <laughs> Alrighty. This is a review by one Robert Farago of the 2005 Subaru B9 Tribeca. <laughs> Without any prompting whatsoever, my 11-year-old daughter took one look at the new Subaru B9 Tribeca and said, Ew. And there you have it. (laughs) Subaru's first ever SUV is an irredeemably gruesome beast whose design should have been aborted a femtosecond after conception. (laughs) While Subaru would like to convince us that Ugly ass and dynamic <laughs> styling are synonymous. <laughs> Even a preteen knows that repulsive is not and never will be the new cool. <laughs> In the race for SUV buyers' affections, the horrific B9 sets off a mile behind the starting line. <laughs> Not to belabor the point, but who in their right mind would put a vagina on the nose of an SUV? <laughs> And then accentuate the effect with wings and hood strikes and make the shape stand proud of the grill. Yes, I know. The design reflects Fuji Heavy Industries' past as an aeroplane manufacturer. But they don't make aeroplanes anymore. And the ones they did make attacked Pearl Harbor. (laughs) While we're at it, the B9's rear resembles the face of a gigantic alien, which is only fitting... Other than its side profile, the B9's best viewing angle is high Earth orbit. (laughs) Okay, I've said my piece. There are very few eyes in which the B9 is beauty belled. Now, onto the B9's interior, or as Joseph Conrad would say, the horror. The horror. In order to fulfil their inscrutability quota, several Japanese manufacturers have tried to fashion their car's dashboards into a single flowing organic shape. Subaru's B9 provides a particularly egregious example of this entirely pointless pursuit. With the extra annoyance of meaningless symmetry and buttons that are about as pleasant to prod as a weak old cockroach carcass. (laughs) Well, well, maybe the goofy... (laughs) Maybe the goofy, goofy binnacle isn't entirely pointless. Its lower portion striking resemblance to a set of fallopian tubes continues the reproductive theme without. Anyway, once again, for murder's function. 
But wait, there's more. In case the cabin lacked sufficient cognitive dissonance to completely distract you from the business of driving, the gauge of the hooded inside a small owl. <laughs> what? <laughs> this sporty touch makes as much sense as a parachute on a scuba diver. <laughs> or... <laughs> Or a seven-seat SUV with less legroom than a small envelope. <laughs> in fact, there's the only way to accommodate seven humans in a B9. The front and middle seat passengers must slide their chairs all the way forwards. The solution puts the steering wheel in contact with the driver's face and everyone else in a foul mood. All of these shortcomings could be forgiven if the B9 drove with the Elan of an only slightly less ugly and equally cheap-feeling WRX. <laughs> it doesn't. Whereas the rally-bred STI has a fire-breathing turbo four in its belly, the B9 gets a normally aspirated 250 horse flat six. A bunch of other shit about cars. Yada yada. Final set, final uh, paragraph. In fact, it's hard to know exactly who should buy a Subaru B9. The only clue comes from the vehicle's third name, Tribeca. That's the hipster's sobriquet for the New York City neighbourhood in the triangle below Canal Street. It's the hood where artists sell challenging works for outrageous prices. <laughs> if you see the Subaru B9's hideousness and piss-poor packaging as representative of the Subaru's iconoclastic artistry, you might want to go there. Otherwise, don't. Shit. How many fucking paragraphs is that? Uh, I skipped four where it started started saying a bunch of shit about cars uh, and details. Yeah, I it's it's like a ten paragraph review. Jesus, and it's all. And so he bought the car. Uh, oh, oh fuck, I hope not. <laughs> um, oh yeah, he did. Yeah, this guy this guy bought the car. Oh my god, he is. So he bought it and then ripped it to shreds. Yeah, yikes, that's yuck. That's really yuck. Anyway, so that's the end of One Star Reservoir, which brings us to the media portion, uh, the the plat de jour uh, of uh, our <laughs> podcast, which is Riggs' shit show story time, and uh, he has been beavering away uh, since uh, since we got into the studio, been trotting it out. <laughs> he's he's had a, he's had the literary runs, so to speak. <laughs> Words have been flowing out of him. So, without any further ado. Your favourite, my favourite, Rig City. What do you yeah. got? So, uh, the shit show spotlight. <clears throat> we we turn our attention uh, to Europe. Oh, good. Mm, the year is 1788. While this country was being settled, invaded, mm. whatever word you choose to use. Yeah, some people rocked up and took land that didn't belong to them and now we live here. Exactly. Yep. Go on. It's like the Brady Bunch. Uh Exactly shit, like shit. it. <laughs> shit. Here's a story of 80 ships. No, so... <laughs> so whatever word you choose to use, uh, shit was going down in Europe. Yeah. Uh, so from 1787 to 1791, the last Austro-Turkish War took place. Go on. Now, as the name suggests, uh, this war was fought between the Austrians... Uh, underneath the umbrella term of the Habsburg Empire uh, and the Turks under the umbrella term of the Ottoman Empire. So the Habsburg Empire was ruled uh, by the Holy Roman Emperor Joseph II Mm -hmm. uh, and found itself pulled into the war uh, by the Russians. Yeah. Those crazy Russians. (laughs) Love love a medal. Love a drug. (laughs) Those doped up Russians. (laughs) 
Uh, and this was because it had pretty much, uh, for lack of a better word, australia itself uh, by saying, yeah, we're great, mate, so let's sign a treaty. Uh, and when you need help, you know... We'll sort you out. We'll, we'll sort you out. We'll be there. Here's an IOU. Uh, Catherine the Great... Look her up, oh. plus horses, on Google. Yes. Every week. Three times in the bag. Put it up on the board. <laughs> I can't. We have to record. Uh, so, uh, Catherine the Great. Can't she... believe you bought a whiteboard just for that. I, I know. just realised. No, no. Uh, so, Catherine the Great, she she cashed it in. Like So, they signed that treaty in 1781. Yeah. They cashed it in in 1787. There's, uh, oh, so they were, so that, close to being outside of the statute of limitations. Yeah, I know. And they were just like, oh. It's just like a moody teenager when you're being told to take the bloody garbage out. <laughs> oh. it's so, a, and it's it's faded and yellow. You can't yeah, really it, see the writing. Yeah, exactly. It, it, just it, like, it, just oh. says, it just says OU. And you're like... <laughs> That could, that, that could we, mean I'm just mean declaring to go to Oklahoma <laughs> University. So, um, so yeah, they uh, they cash it in six years later, and we're pretty much like, righto, mate. The Turks really giving us the shits. Uh, so time to put on your big boy pants. It's time to go. So, okay. so the Austrian forces uh, they're on the march. It's now September fir- uh, September twenty first, seventeen eighty eight. Uh, which just happens to be our date of birth uh, on our shit show email account. So happy birthday to <laughs> us. Uh, and some 100,000 troops are heading towards Turkey. And they set up camp uh, surrounding the town of Karansebeş. Ooh, I've said yeah. that correctly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, che- I, mean, I checked it. I checked it on the, the article. You, my friend, are the uh, the pronunciation Nazi. So if anyone mm. is gonna is gonna get it right, I <laughs> who's said anything about pronunciation? Let me tell you about this rally I went to on the weekend. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so I, <laughs> they are surrounding this town in Karansebeş, uh, which is in modern day Romania. Gotcha. So they've been given word uh, that the Ottoman Turks are in the area. I. I don't know what happens when you've been given word at, yeah. that, at that period in time. I, I, uh, I, I like that the communications. I at, mean, this at is this point in history uh, that uh, they, it's basically intel based on rumors. Uh, this, is, this is not. This is not like Call of Duty headset night vision shit. It's it's like there's a fucking raven or something uh, with like a piece of scroll attached to it. It's very Game of Thrones. I no, assume the, ra- the raven's the general. <laughs> he's he's, he's in just charge. calling the yeah. shots. Nevermore. Um, so. They have been given word that, that these Turks are in the area, <clears throat> but they, I mean, look, really, they have no way of knowing. So what they do is they discreetly set up camp uh, around this town because uh, they don't know what's inside it, and then the commander sends out a scouting party to right. check for these Turks to see if they really, truly are in the area. Gotcha. So these soldiers set, up, uh, set off looking for these Turks and end up crossing the Timish River. Uh, they don't find the enemy. There's absolutely zero sign um, of Turkish activity in the area. Gotcha. Uh, what they do find, though, are gypsies, because Romania. Yep. So it's, it, it's been that way for a while. Yeah. So these gypsies uh, offer to. Z- <laughs> <laughs> we we have. I, I found like a real. Du- I feel like a real dude, bro, making any mention of Borat in this t- <laughs> in this time of year in this part of the country. Yeah. Exactly. Localised within my own kitchen. So these gypsies, they offer to sell uh, what any travelling cavalryman or shit show podcaster wants most. Booze. Yes. <laughs> More specifically, uh, as was the fashion at the time, schnapps. Oh. And, and, and like not, 
not now schnapps. No, like, no, no, like no. Moonshine, this is bootleg, this is full like, bl- bathtub I'll t- shit. I'll tell you something. I remember going to Hungary years ago, and they had. I like, remember going to Russia in seventeen eighty eight. I remember being there uh, <laughs> on the Timish River, smashing bat schnapps. Uh, no, but I remember being in Hungary years ago, and they have like every every one of those countries has a variation on schnapps. It's like made almost the same exact way, but they just have different names for it in the native languages. And the one in Hungary is called like Palinka, and it is so aggressively alcoholic, but it's just like peach flavored. So you're like, hmm, peach flavored, thinking it's just like regular peach nuts. Yeah. It tastes like fire. Uh, tinged with just the smallest bit of peach. <laughs> it literally feels like... It is fire emoji followed by throwing up face. Yeah, your, your, your esophagus is fire emoji. <laughs> it's fucked. Uh, and so these guys, they, they get these, I mean, they're barrels. So it's just like, you know, you want some schnapps? I'm like, yeah, fine. Here's this barrel of schnapps. Um, this, these are ex- all the reasons that RSA was... was for, you can, you can yeah. see people sitting around and going... I mean, there's still no RSA there. I'm pretty sure you can get a barrel of schnapps in Romania. No, I mean why our it's country has st- RSA. <laughs> I was about to say, I reckon it's probably still going. sold on the t- side of the Timish <laughs> River by gypsies. No, the, but if you're, if you're a government and going, great, so we're a new country. Let's learn from everyone else's mistakes. Uh, anyone got any early points to bring up? Uh, yeah, Timish River... Um, like <laughs> s- the guys over there are selling barrels of schnapps. Uh, I don't think we should do that. That <laughs> you know what you know what you're right. Seize the barrels. Grab the barrels. <laughs> uh, so. These guys, uh, as as you would be with a barrel of schnapps, uh, are loving life. Yeah. So they they take a seat on the riverbank, and they start necking piss. But from a barrel, like yeah, they're, from they're, a barrel. They're, I mean, they're they're tapping a keg of schnapps. Yeah, I mean, I don't know whether this was like you know when you go to like fancy European places, like if you go to like Eastern Germany and stuff, they're like they got those little commemorative barrels that they'll sometimes put wine in, but they yeah. have like a fancy little tap, exactly. and you like turn it. So yep. I'm like, do you reckon people back in the the 18th century like had their little taps <laughs> like in their boots, had a pewter tap, like, and had, had a little pewter tap <laughs> in their boot, and it was just like just chucking it. And it was like, well, if we find any barrels of schnapps, I just want to be prepared. What? I mean, I don't, I don't, or do they carry mugs? With them because like they're not lifting up the ba- or tilting the barrel into their mouths, surely. So uh, so when this is like we'll get back to the story in a sec. But uh, Katie and I went to uh, San Sebastian and they have they make a heap of their own cider there. It's like Basque yep. cider. Yeah. Um. You literally rock up for one of these tours and they have massive like room sized uh, barrels of this uh, of this stuff. And yep. what they do is they go great. Here's your key. To the to the barrel, and it, it opens any of the barrels. And what what they mean is that there is a tap on all of them. But because of the pressure behind these things, what you do is that you just turn uh, you turn the, the tap on, and it shoots fifteen feet across the room. So you've then got to go oh and get a cup. Oh my god! And you because you can't put it up to the yeah because uh, it'll to just the blow tap, it out of your just, hand. It'll just yeah. go <laughs> couple fuck off into the wall. <laughs> yeah. So you then end up. Covered, like drenched in cider, <laughs> in some kind of weird NRL footy show style segment. Because <laughs> you go trying to catch this cider across the length of a room. Wow. Uh, and, uh, and and then once your, your cup is full, you've got a Looney Tune style brave the fucking <laughs> the, the current <laughs> to go and turn it off again. They must waste thousands of litres of cider oh a week God. just in people tap. But that's that's now. 
Yeah. You can only imagine the shitty technology. I don't know. And maybe they just, ago. I don't know. Maybe they just had their little, okay, maybe they didn't have their little pewter tap in the boots. No, I, I, maybe, reckon, I reckon they were drink, I reckon maybe, they were just putting their hands in. Maybe they had a little gavel or <laughs> a hammer <laughs> and they just like would chip holes into the side. I don't know. And maybe they just, they're just doing the, what you're telling me that they do in the Basque region, but they're just doing it on a smaller scale. It's uh, if they are, then and it's just like it's just like no little, one, no one piss t- trickles. <laughs> I'll, like, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, I was drenched head to toe in cider, so I hope these guys didn't go near an open flame yeah. because that, <laughs> they are towering infernos waiting to happen. Well, we'll see what happens uh, to these young men. So they 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 by the river. They're by the river. They take a seat on the riverbank and they're just sinking piss. Now this time, uh, some other infantrymen from the Austrian army as well. Uh, notice and hear the scouts. Uh, now, I just presume that, that this is because uh, they can hear the ruckus and the guys on the riverbank have now had so much schnapps that they're just doing whatever the old-timey versions of Yeah, the Boys and Lads, Lads, <laughs> Lads was, uh, just shouting and just being a menace. So the infantrymen walk over there and they're like, Sweet schnapps, uh, give us a crack. And the the drunken soldiers are like... Yeah, nah, find your own gypsy juice. And <laughs> and so a heated exchange follows. And oh, Are these soldiers from the same side? They're from the same army, yeah. Okay. So a heated exchange follows, and in one of the funnier parts of the story, the drunken soldiers, uh, so the scouts that had been sent out and, and bought the liquor, they set up makeshift fortifications using their schnapps barrels. <laughs> <laughs> I Like, you could just imagine how funny... How stupid, how pathetic that would look. Just like, no, nah, man, just fucking, just leave it. Just like, put, like <laughs> making this little wall with the barrels that they have. Which, come scout- on, come on, mate. You've got three <laughs> barrels of shot. Ah, piss off, bro. I'm just trying to, <laughs> just dude making no sense, making his little wooden fort. Yeah. And, and, I imagine that they bought quite a substantially sized barrel, like too much for one man. Exactly. Too much for a scout. It was probably like, I mean, two shekels was probably a ridiculous amount of money for these gypsies, like, you know, making this crackpot schnapps. Gypsies know supply and demand. That's they're they're crafty. That's, they that's got that, true. They got that shit down. Anyway, so so, so uh, old old mates are belted and behind a barrel, and, fort. and they're now behind a barrel, a schnapps barrel <laughs> fort, uh, mincing words with uh, with other infantrymen from the same army. Yep. So words are had, uh, and it all goes quiet uh, because a shot is fired. Oh no! Which all but punctures the silence of the night air. Yeah. Thinking, sorry, then uh, that amazing kisses fingers like a chef, quintessential male fight that could have easily been avoided but happens anyway due to the tried and tested formula of alcohol and machismo. Yeah. Occurs. (laughs) Equals ruckus. A melee breaks out uh, between, between the two groups. A Western Sydney waltz, if you will. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> during <laughs> during <laughs> a fist foxtrot, uh, yeah, a Parramatta punch up. Uh, the during the scuffle, someone shouts out "Turkey, Turkey," which unsurprisingly translates to <laughs> the Turks. The Turks, thinking an attack is imminent, all of them piss bolt immediately. Mm. They're just like, "Holy shit, it's all happening! We got to go." Yeah, we, 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 this isn't over though. 
We yeah. are not done here. <laughs> yeah. We are not even close. So, I mean, they've all run out of there. They're all screaming. They're all just You're being goddamn like, lucky the Turks are coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring this back later. Uh, <laughs> Uh, um, so they uh, they're all all four of these guys are Trent from Punchy. Yeah, in, in this story, <laughs> they, they all are. In every story that I tell, they're all <laughs> they're all they're all Trent from Punchy. Um, so it's look, it's at this time uh, when these guys have just all scattered on their way back to the camp that it's imperative that I tell you and our listeners about the Habsburg Empire. Okay. So it exists. Is, is it imperative? It is. Sound, it existed. Sounds knowledgey. No, it, it, and it is. You're going to love it. Okay, go on. It existed from 1521, okay, until its collapse in 1918, right after World War One. Is there going to be a test? No. Okay. Like most empires, there will be. <laughs> like most empires, it had a dynastic uh, capital, Vienna, yeah. as you would expect, uh, and expanded outwards, claiming lands by conquest and diplomacy. It was a simpler time. It was yeah. a better time. It was a better time, uh, depending on who you ask. So during their reign, and what is important to this story at this time, is that at one time or another, Belgium, Bosnia, Croatia, <laughs> All had Czech Republic, eggs. France, Hungary, Italy, Switzerland, and Ukraine... Mm. Poland, Romania, Serbia, Slovenia, Luxembourg, Liechtenstein yes. were all under the Austrian umbrella, Austrian, um, Austrian Empire umbrella. Ah. What do you think uh-huh. would be a major problem forming an army consisting of men from all of these states? Uh, they give zero fucks about you. Would be a, a, first, a first part. Uh, but uh, dialect? Would it be language? Bingo. Language is the one thing that separates them more than absolutely any other thing. So back to our story. When all parties have scattered and they're heading back to the camp after hearing cries of the Turks, the Turks, everyone at the camp is now suddenly freaking out. So these men have all fled back, to, fled back to the camp and after hearing everyone shouting that the Turks are coming but seeing nothing, the officers that are awake try to restore order, okay? So they get up and they're just like, these dudes are pu- simply fucked uh, and nothing's happening and half of them are pissed. So <laughs> I'm just going to tell every... I'm just going to just get them under control. All right, guys, three-quarter time speech. Yeah. Get in one voice. Yeah, exactly. It's it's literally get somewhere you can see the board. Exactly right. Uh, grab a jumper. So we, the the the, the officers know that this is happening, and they're just like, these fucking guys. Yeah. So they get up and they start yelling and they say halt, halt, which means stop in German. However, because a fucking united color colors of Benetton ad uh, <laughs> has formed this army, a lot of them had no working knowledge of German. <laughs> Uh, and thought that had misheard him, and uh, and and thought that this guy was screaming Allah, Allah. Uh, this confuses the shit out of the troops even more, uh, especially the ones that have now woken up in the camp after all these people have run in. Yeah, uh, and reinforces the ideas that the Turks are indeed the tur- coming. The Turks are here. Yeah. So people are tearing through the camp now, and I'm not talking the I'm not talking I'm not talking the original guys, the half cut guys, and the infantrymen. I'm talking like people are waking up, they're hearing screaming and seeing people running, and all they can hear is what they think is Allah Allah, and they're just like, 
holy shit, it's all happening. Oh my god, they're groggy. You know what it's like being yeah. in that half awake, half asleep phase. Oh yeah, you just I, like I, I, if I had a dollar for every uh, combined army of different languages, I've been a part of. Yeah, no, it's it, but it's just it's insane, and everyone's just like, what's happening? And people just start running out of at, like for no reason. Solid army, but yeah, well no, organized, absolutely. The the bravest of the brave, uh, and so. A bunch of the a bunch of the cavalry that that are still sleeping and waking up, uh, but but a lot of them still were sleeping. I mean, you got to remember, it's a hundred thousand troops, right? Um, eventually, a bunch of the cavalry is sleeping, including the corps commander. So when he wakes, all he can see are soldiers charging through the camps in the darkness Uh-oh. and screaming. Oh, I can see what's happening here. As a result, he orders artillery fire. Oh no. The soldiers running, those that are running now, are just just start getting mown down. Yeah, yeah, just absolutely mown down uh, by gunfire as the groggy infantry are just firing at shadows. <laughs> all they all they see is like barely recognizable shapes, and it's just bang, yeah. bang, bang. Yeah, and people are just dropping like flies. With no one knowing that this war has suddenly turned into the dumbest and most aggressive case of friendly, <laughs> friendly fire. fire. A lot of soldiers hearing gunfire immediately fled. So a lot of them like got away. They're just like, fuck this, yeah, I'm done. out. And they just that's they a, just that's yeah. what that's what I mean by your uh your barbarians uh variation of an army. Yeah. Is it is it's like you've got a, like, like, oh, you've got this, as much man. loyalty. Yeah, exactly. As... You're like, fuck this man. I still want to see my family again. I'm just like, yeah. you know, you're just pissing off. This guy's just yelling Allah and shooting his own his own men. Yeah, like I give a shit. So that you know, people are just running so a, a lot of them immediately flee. But some of those who stood and fought actually retreated against an imaginary enemy. What? Well, they they think that they're they, being they, attacked, they, so like a under, whole bunch of them are just under like the pressure. That's gonna happen. Get down the hill, men! <laughs> Retreat! And they're just like there and just being like bang, bang, bang. And it's just it's all their own soldiers. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is to the point where the Holy Roman Emperor Joseph II, that I mentioned before, uh, actually got knocked off his horse and fell into a small creek. Uh, I bet he was just, pumped about that. It just escalated super quick. Yeah. Uh, and it's look, it's unclear how many losses were actually suffered uh, at this so-called battle of uh, (laughs) Karen Sessage. But its estimates range from 150 uh, to 10,000. Uh, but oh, that's a that's quite a that's quite a lengthy but range I mean, you got there, Rick. But I mean, well, that's the thing. Like that ten thousand. Uh, like people are just like everyone. You're trying too hard. Yeah. Uh, like the guy who said oh, ten thousand people. That's a They're just like, no, dude, just just chill out. Yep. It's, it definitely wasn't that. Uh, so yeah, that that that's basically what happened there. <laughs> to add insult to injury, the Turks did show up two days later. And all they, all did they was... saw was dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, hmm, sick. So all they did was walk into the town, see the dead bodies, and then just was like, well, this was easy, and planted the flag. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, and all they did was rock up, uh, buy uh, a barrel of schnapps each, and sit down next to the <laughs> river. <laughs> and they took the unused barrels, and they had a great time. And yeah. then they ran back, saying that... <laughs> Austral, 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 like bang, bang, bang. Uh, uh, it, it's amazing because this actually 
screams Fight Club. Like the the final scene, it's like everybody is uh, fighting their own dark <laughs> alter ego. Yeah, the the, the Austro Turkish army uh, is Tyler. Is Tyler Durden. Durden. <laughs> Fuck. So that is the story of the battle of Karen <laughs> Sebish. <laughs> and uh, and we all learnt a valuable and uh, and well deserved lesson. Scream as loud as a you la- can, <laughs> or at the very least, download Duolingo. <laughs> Before uh, you join the army, love love that. Well, mate, uh, congratulations. That was an absolute ripper. Uh, but if you would like, as a listener, uh, to see some of the supporting elements of this podcast uh, or follow the bits that did not make the uh, the cut, then we tend to post them on Twitter, and we uh, also can be reached via email. So this this week's poos in the news came courtesy of a good friend of the show, Hugh Greenwood. Uh, mm. and, uh, and his partner Bridget, who uh, Emerald Penis is is his preferred <laughs> nomenclature. Mustic. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, he uh, sent that one through. So, if you'd like to get and Lady Green and Lady Green Dick, uh, if you would like to send us a tweet or look at tweets that we have sent, it is shit show cast. Uh, today we tweeted at, at Ja Rule, uh, who just said. Today, I officially denounce all fuckery, and we responded with, in quotation marks, rapper Ja Rule stars in The Fuckery, <laughs> with a link to our Five Fest episode. So, if you would like to listen to that, uh, Shit Show Cast. The other way is our email uh, that I forget. Rig, what is it? It's shitshow.au at gmail.com. Made it real easy, but not as easy as our iTunes link, which is to type into iTunes uh, shit show, but instead of an I, you have an exclamation mark. S-H exclamation T S-H-O-W. I think that's most of... Oh, or mail. If you'd like to send us... <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you, you have a fucking raven like the Turks did, <laughs> like the Austrians did, if if you'd like to send us a letter, then uh, just park that for a couple of weeks. Instead, vote in the plebiscite, uh, and hey. uh, instead, <laughs> and we'll just call it even. So I think that's all we got time for, Rig. It is. Thank you guys for listening. See ya. <laughs> Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-